Welcome to the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. If you want effective and actionable tips to simplify the overwhelm of launching and managing your podcast, then this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Verity Songon, podcast manager, launch strategist, and host of a top 100 podcast. I'm really excited to have you here. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lazy Girls Guide to Podcasting. As ever, it is great to have you back here, whether you are listening to the audio or you're watching on YouTube. Welcome. I'm Verity. I don't say that enough. I don't introduce myself enough, I realise. So if um, if I've never introduced myself to you, hello, I'm Verity, and it's great to have you here, here where we talk all things podcasting, if you haven't guessed by the title. So for this episode, we are going to be talking about the truth of buying podcast reviews because I was absolutely shaken. I did not realize this was a thing. Like I genuinely, and that sounds ridiculous because actually now I think about it, I really should have realized that it was the thing. I mean, I know that people pay for reviews on Shopify and Amazon and all the rest of it. So why I never thought that people would pay for reviews for their podcast, I've got absolutely no idea. But when I found out that this was a thing, I was so shocked about it. I literally ran to my blog, not quite ran, but you know, went to my blog, I wrote out a blog post about it, researched it all, wrote the blog post out. And now I'm turning it into content for the podcast and YouTube. Because as I said, I'm just really, I did not realize this was a thing. So if I didn't realize, there's got to be more people who didn't realize either. But yeah, people buy reviews for their for their podcast. So as I said, I researched it. And if it was something that you are thinking of doing, then hopefully this episode will will change your mind. And don't I do get it because asking and getting your audience to leave reviews for your podcast can sometimes feel like pulling teeth because people are there to listen to your content or watch it on YouTube, whatever it is. People are there to consume your content. They're not there to give you feedback, which at the end of the day, that is what comments are. Even people saying, love this, it's still you getting feedback. And I cannot tell you how many hundreds, thousands, I don't know, of YouTube videos and podcast episodes and all the rest of it that I've listened to and watched. And I barely ever give comments or write reviews or anything like that. So I do understand how difficult it is to get comments, to get likes, subscribes, all the rest of it. So I do kind of understand why people might want to go down a route of paying for these for these things. But, oh my gosh, just don't do it. Just don't do it. But let's break it down. Let's break it down a little bit, a little bit more. The first bit that I did, the first thing I did to start researching this was went to good old Google. So after a quick Google search and, you know, it wasn't that hard to do, all I typed in was fake podcast reviews. And the first page was absolutely awash with all of these different websites telling me that I could purchase quality and safe reviews from $20. Now, the fact that they were calling their reviews safe actually made me concerned from the outset, because why would you have to say that your reviews are safe? I'm guessing what they actually mean is that 
they have a high chance of not being detected as fake reviews. I really don't know. But as I said, that kind of put my guard up from the beginning. And there was also um, a notification from, I can't remember if it was like Upwork or Fiverr. It was somewhere like that. There was also a blog post from one guy talking about how he purchased an absolute ton of fake reviews and essentially cheated the Apple podcast system for the total amount of $5. He spent $5 and he got a whole ton of fake reviews. He got his podcast charting so, so well in Apple Podcasts, which it just seems really unfair to be quite, quite honest with you. So, you know, if you're thinking about buying podcast reviews, then the first thing I would ask you to do is just really think about your show's credibility and attracting a larger audience and what is it going to do to your reputation when all that comes crashing down because people realize that you just bought it's like you know the whole buying fake followers on Instagram and and all the rest of it you know you, you might be thinking well buying reviews isn't is harmless it's not hurting anybody but it's when you start realizing that actually you're hurting the trust to your audience that I think that's when it becomes quite irreversible damage really so first up let's actually dive into why podcast reviews are important and are they important at all well it completely depends because for some podcasters for some podcasters reviews are really a measure of success and a way of getting feedback from their listeners for others it's just a vanity metric and it doesn't matter because you produce your content because you love it and the process and because you love the process and not what others think about it and the content you're putting out there, you're, you're producing content that you're happy with, basically. So only you can decide if podcast reviews are meaningful to you and a meaningful metric for your podcast and how you define running a successful podcast or not. But regardless of your opinion of reviews, they can serve as a crucial barometer almost for measuring a show's quality, credibility and impact because positive reviews can attract new listeners, increase engagement, particularly if people aren't too sure if they want to listen to your show, they might read a few reviews or scroll through some of the reviews first before they decide that, yes, they want to land on this podcast. And having those five stars light up might also help you know, have your podcast stand out in a crowded market. I say might because not everybody is led by reviews. Some people are, you know, led by show notes because of your artwork, whatever it is. We're all led in very different ways. Reviews provide social proof, showing potential listeners that your show is worth their time and attention. And also they can provide valuable feedback that can help you improve your content and delivery. And whether you're a seasoned podcaster or you're just starting out, podcast reviews can actually serve as a great component for your show's growth strategy. However, it's important to note that not all reviews hold the same weight. And this comes back to the idea of buying fake reviews because genuine, authentic feedback from real listeners is far more valuable than artificially generated reviews. I know for a fact that for my podcast, I would rather have just five really genuine reviews than hundreds, which are utter rubbish and just generated and you can find them copy and pasted across loads of different, um, you know, loads of different podcasts. Just it's about credibility. And when people take those shortcuts and purchase reviews, then the consequences really can be can be quite can be quite severe. You know, when listeners discover that reviews 
are fake, have been purchased and not genuine, however you want to question, you know, phrase it. It raises questions about the authenticity and trustworthiness of the content itself. And this can lead to a loss of listeners, a damaged reputation and potential legal consequences as well. We know that building a reputable podcast takes time, effort and genuine engagement. Remember that the average podcast will not get past episode eight. And that's because people don't see the immediate growth that they want. So they just give up. Podcasting is a long game and I can never and will never be able to stress that enough. It is a long game. So you can't really cheat by just getting loads of extra reviews to pull people into into your podcast. Buying reviews, as I said, it really undermines the whole process of the time, the effort and the genuine engagement that you're putting in as a as a podcaster. What's really important to remember as well is it's easier to lose an audience than it is to gain it and build it in the first place. So you might be thinking that it is a long road to building up your first thousand downloads or it's a long road to building up your first thousand subscribers or whatever, but it is much quicker to lose them than it is to build them up in the in the first place. Beyond the potential consequences, there are also ethical considerations to take into account when considering purchasing podcast reviews. Buying reviews goes against the principles of transparency, honesty and authenticity, which are really valued in the podcasting community. It's important to remember that your listeners trust you to provide them with valuable and trustworthy content and engaging in deceptive practices erodes that trust and it really damages your relationship with your audience. Buying reviews can also harm other podcasters who are working hard to build their shows organically, and it can create an unfair advantage and undermine the credibility of the podcasting industry as a whole. It's crucial to approach podcasting with integrity, ensuring that your success is built on genuine engagement, quality content, and your loyal audience. So whilst the allure of a quick success might be tempting, especially at such low costs of only $5, purchasing podcast reviews can come with significant risks and drawbacks. Firstly, fake reviews are quite often easy to spot. Your listeners can pick up and identify patterns very quickly. They can see the inconsistencies and suspicious activity that indicate purchased reviews. Fake reviews can attract a lot of negative attention. The podcasting community is quite tight knit, whether you're part of the podcasting community on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, X, whatever they're calling themselves these days, whichever one it is, the podcast community is tight knit. And my opinion, the podcast community looks out for each other and word travels fast. If your show is discovered to have engaged in fraudulent practices such as buying reviews, you may face backlash from both listeners and fellow podcasters. And again, this is just adding to the potential for a damaged reputation, loss of sponsorships, loss of partnerships if you've got any, and also limited future opportunities for your particular podcast. Lastly, purchasing reviews is a short-term solution and does not address the core issue of your podcast growth. It may provide a temporary boost in numbers, but without genuine engagement and high-quality content, these numbers are unlikely to translate into long-term success. Building a successful podcast, it requires dedication, hard work, and a genuine connection with your audience, and a genuine connection to just love the medium of podcasting and want to contribute to it and create your own podcast. And just as an example of how things can really go wrong, whilst I was researching for this 
podcast episode and blog post, I actually came across where somebody had purchased for podcast reviews and the individual who they had paid had gone along to their Apple podcasts and had written as a review, I will ruin your podcast and left a one star. And then they go on to say, if you don't cancel this order, I will destroy your podcast. I know you spend a lot of money. I will waste all of your money. And then they go on and said, your podcast episodes are terrible and there's typos in this. And again, left a one star review. I am just promoting your podcast for money. Spelt wrong. I give you such a review to work on my Fiverr account. You can cancel the order if you want. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great. That's just, that's, that's great. So I found those, as I said, when I was researching this particular episode and I've left the links to the blog post where you can see those original links as well. So what are your alternatives to buying podcast reviews? Well, quite simply, just don't buy podcast reviews. Instead, focus on creating high quality content that resonates with your target audience. Make sure you're providing value, whether that's to entertain, to educate, whatever it is, make sure you're providing value. And when your content is compelling, your audience will naturally want to review your show, will want to reach out to you in DMs where you can screenshot those positive DMs and use them in your social social media. The other thing you can do to boost your podcast is collaborate with other podcasters in your niche. Guest appearances, cross-promotion, interviews, they all help to expose your show to a new audience and increase your chances of receiving genuine reviews as well. But just remember that getting reviews is not the be-all and end-all of everything you know, of everything when it comes to podcasting. So here are my five tips for generating organic podcast reviews. First one, ask for them. It sounds really easy and in some ways almost too easy to be true, but encourage your listeners to leave reviews by mentioning it in your show, social media posts and websites. And you can also offer incentives like exclusive content or giveaways, a shout out, whatever it is on your next episode. So let's try that now. I would absolutely love it if you liked this episode to make sure whichever directory you are listening on, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, YouTube, make sure that you leave a review for this episode and what you think about it. I would absolutely be so appreciative. Number two, make it easy. Provide direct links to your review platforms in your show notes, website, social media platforms. The easier it is for listeners to leave a review, the more likely they are to do so. Number three, engage with your audience. Never underestimate the power of connection and engagement. Respond to comments, messages, reviews. Show your listeners that you value their feedback and appreciate their support. Number four, showcase reviews. Highlight positive reviews on your website, in your social media platforms. I've already mentioned shout outs. This not only shows appreciation for your listeners, but also acts as social proof for potential new listeners as well. And number five, leverage social media. Use platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whichever one you like, wherever your audience hangs out and engage with your audience. Share updates about your show and encourage reviews as well.
At the end of the day, authentic podcast reviews help add to your show's discoverability. They help add to that sense of community that you are fostering with your audience and your podcast as and your podcast as well. And people will want to talk about your show. It just because you're not seeing reviews necessarily pop up Apple Podcasts or other directories, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I want you to think about how many podcasts you've listened to and out of all of them, how many reviews have you actually left for those podcasts? And if you're thinking, well, it's next to none, then Lots of other people are probably in the same boat as well. But what I would really implore you to do is just don't go down the route of buying fake reviews. I really, really cannot see the need for it and I can't see the worth of it as well. So with that in mind, I'm going to shout out again. I would love it whichever platform, whichever directory you are listening or watching this episode on. I would love it if you could leave me a review in the comments, show notes, whatever it is that you are um, able to access there. I'd love to hear from you what you thought of this episode. Have you been affected by fake reviews? Have you purchased fake reviews? Had a good or bad experience with it? And otherwise, thank you as ever for joining me and I will see you next episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Lazy Girl's Guide to Podcasting. If you love this episode, I think you'll love being on my email newsletter list where I send out weekly podcasting tips to help you create, host and grow a podcast that you love. To join, go to veritysongon.com slash newsletter or hit the link in the show notes. Until next time, happy podcasting.